Kevin Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we talk about skills that have been learned, forgotten, and or totally abandoned. <laughs> Sheila, how are you this morning? Wayne, I'm very good. How are you this morning? Doing well, thank you. Golly. And what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about believe. Believe. Ooh, believe. I like that word. Believe. And why believe? Why, why that word? You know, we talked of this, uh, as we were talking about uh, selecting a word, belief really popped out for me because it seems a foundational uh, verb when it comes to succeeding in business, um, um, having a well-balanced life, uh, being able to um, direct our own future. It, it, it is a very powerful word. It absolutely is. And I know that you and your husband started a business that is still going on and still being very successful. And 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 did you guys believe in that or did you just kind of say, hey, let's roll the dice and see what we're going to do? I bet it was the former. It was indeed the former. And a lot of what we did, a lot of footwork and groundwork we did was to you know, create a vision. I think both of us have an internal locus of control. So we really uh, understood that our actions, or we were blessed, I would say, to know that our actions could have an effect. Uh, we would uh, face setbacks and we would see what we could do to work around those or, or uh, overcome those. Uh, and every experience that we've been through has made us stronger and helped continue to refine our direction. And I think it, another, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I just, uh, I think another word that solidly resonates with me when it comes to believe is resilience. I like that. I like locus of control and resilience. I like that. And I also have one. I, I like self-efficacy. Mm. Because self-efficacy speaks to that portion that you are very, very grounded in who you are. And you believe in your, you not believe, because that's using the word that we're talking about, but you are very, very um, confident that you can accomplish the task that's put in front of you. I know me growing up and as I, growing up in, in the world of, of working, mm -hmm. I always, and I'm going to use a sports metaphor here. I hope you don't mind. Oh, no, good. I always wanted the ball. Give me the ball because ah. I can do this. And, and I don't care if you were going to just hand it off to me, if you're going to throw it to me or give it to me and let me do something with it, but I wanted the ball. And I found that many of the jobs that I had, um, I worked towards being that go-to guy. Uh -huh. And people would say, hey, Wayne could do that. Wayne could do that. Wayne could do that. And I would tell them, yes, yes, I can. But, but it's not just because you want to do that. You have to prepare for those kinds of things, right? Right. Right. And and how did you and how did you and your husband prepare for what you have lay, laying that foundation, building that platform, and getting those those pillars of success out there where you could, as you said, look to control, um, control your environment such that you can mold and shape and form this company into what you wanted it to be, and I'm sure today it has changed several times. But mm. um, how did you do that? You know, part of it really had to do with some early coaching that we had where we were able to come up with a direction in common. So we, we were on the same page when it came to 
where we were going to go. Although many times one of the challenges that arose was that we had different ideas about how to get there. Um, but I, but it's funny you talk about being the one who wants to have the ball. At, at speaking as someone who's got very bad hand-eye ball coordination, <laughs> I also think that we needed, I hate to say this, but we needed to have uh, one person take the lead. And I was uh, comfortable being the person who could be passing the ball, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But but we have to know what's, what we do well, don't we? We have to know what we do well. And that in that respect, too, Fred and I both gave each other credit for the parts that the other did better than we did, if that makes sense. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. I mean, you, you, you can't become an architect um, just because you wake up today and say, I want to be become an architect and tomorrow you're an architect. No, you right. got to do right. some preparation. Yes. Um, there are colleges, there are universities, there's courses, there's, you know, there's the math side, there's the, the artistic side, and, and you have to prepare for that. So using the word believe, believe is a very strong and powerful word. Mm -hmm. However, that comes with responsibility to prepare yourself so that you can put yourself in that position. And, and I like this, there's a saying, Seeing is not believing. Believing is seeing. Mm. And I so agree with that because I now let me ask you a question because I know I have, but I, I live in the, my mind is in this magical world where I see myself doing things, but it's not I see myself in a picture, it's I see myself in an image and I say, wow, one day I'm going to be able to do this. And I see myself doing that. And that's where I think the believing is seeing. It, does, yeah. does, that make, does that make sense to you? I, that I mean, makes total sense because, uh, I, you know, I, I used to do some research on visualization. And if you can picture yourself in that situation, you're already there. And so you don't, so, so it's just a matter of getting back there, if that makes sense. You, you, you've already, you've already been there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you have, but you have to do the prep work. You have to do the yes. time. Yes. There, you can't just. You just can't nilly-willy do things because, oh, I want to. You've got to do some preparation. You've got to go out there and work. You've got to put in the hours. You've got to, you've got to practice it. You have to experience it. you got, to, as you said, you have to have setbacks. You don't have right. to have them, but they will come. Yeah. But you've got to be able to know how to negotiate and navigate around those setbacks yeah. Yeah. and around those successes so that you don't lose sight of where you really want to go um, and and not spring off on a different tangent. I, how about that? What have, how many uh, tangents did you guys look at? Oh my goodness, we recreated our our business model so many times, and we would flip flop <laughs> back and forth as circumstances around us change. We're going to be a single person shop. No, we're going to have many other reps. So, um, but honestly, part of it is it, again, if you have that long term goal, that picture of where you want to be, then how you get there is a matter of adapting to the circumstances around you and the opportunities. You know, if you're focused on that picture, your eyes are more open. Um, if you if you have that focus and belief, your eyes are more open to the circumstances around you that will help propel you in that direction. I, I agree, totally agree. And you're listening to Sheila and Wayne on 27 Minutes of, with Sheila and Wayne. And to learn more about Wayne, you can go to mindsinking.com. That's M-I-N-D. S-Y-N-C-I-N-G.com. Um, and while you're there, you can join our discussions on Facebook by hitting that link that's on that website. Yeah. It's, it's titled Join 
the What's On Your Mind community. And if you want to send me an email, you can send it to Wayne at mindsinking.com. Sheila, how can they contact you? To contact me, I have the email address smcfb99 at yahoo.com. That was smcfb99 at yahoo.com? Yes, sir. Is that all caps, low caps, lowercase, oh, uppercase? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Great. Once upon a time, it matters. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time. And we're talking about belief. And, and we're really talking about believing in something, believing in someone, believing in yourself. Um, and, and I think it all starts with believing in yourself, doesn't it? I believe it does. But, you know, as I was reflecting on this topic, I was kind of going down the trail of how do you encourage or grow or develop self-belief in other people? So if you're in a leadership position, for instance, uh, developing that quality in, in another person. I like that. Yes, it, because as a leader, as, as, the, as the boss, you've got to prepare the group to be successful, don't you? Yes. yes. You've got to give, give them the tools, send them the training, get them trained, get them whatever that they need. But you also have to know a little bit more about them. What are their likes, their dislikes now? I mean, you don't have to, we're not talking about being a friend, but we're talking about right. being a, having, striking up that relationship with, with your team, with right. those that work with you, for you, around you, and say, what are you good at? What do you like doing? And because we see potential in each other, as well as ourselves, don't mm -hmm. we? Mm -hmm. And seeing that potential, you can say, you know what? Um, and we'll just throw out a word, John, we'll just say, John, John, I, I see in you that you can do these things, these things, these things. Maybe not today, but as I prepare you and groom you and get you those, those resources that will help you do that, I can see you doing that. Again, that's going in that believing is seeing, not seeing yeah. is believing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we prepare individuals around us to do those great things. And, and as you said, Sometimes when those individuals see that, they go, wow, <laughs> I didn't know I could do it. Here, here's one. My, my wife and I and my son, we lived in Europe for a while, and we took skiing lessons every time we went to the slopes. So we got better, mm -hmm. and people say, why do you take lessons every time? Well, to get better and to practice what we've already learned and to make sure that we're doing it correctly. I remember one time coming down one of those huge black, you know, triple black diamond oh. things, <laughs> and and the and the moguls, you know, the the bumps were like knee high, oh, and man. coming looking as we crested the hill and looked down, my head said, "Are you crazy?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my body said, "Are you crazy?" But my instructor said, "You can do this because we've already talked about this," and so she said, "Follow me," and she went. Shh, down the hill and I followed her and we stopped about halfway down and she said, now, I stopped for one reason. And I said, what was that? And she said, look back up the hill. And I looked up the hill and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to tell you, it, it looked to me as though we were on this angle that was just un, wow, unfathomable. I, I, I couldn't imagine coming down this. And she said, you did that. Nice. At work, when we get to say to someone, you did that. At play, when we get to say to someone, you did that. 
in life when we get to say to someone, you did that. They did that. They accomplished it by themselves. However, they had a lot of preparation to get there, but they did that. And to see those smiles, to see that, that glint in their eye, just a sparkle that, wow, I did do that, didn't I? That is just such a great feeling for me. You know, I don't know. I, I totally agree. And I had pictured myself going down, following a ski instructor down a hill, knowing I couldn't do it, but I had to keep up with her. So, but, um, <laughs> but I think what I'm hearing you talk about too, is the, the value of celebrating along the way, uh, the, the successful stages and steps. Uh, for everybody to join in. And I think that really reinforces uh, continued belief in oneself going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at work, those successes, those those celebrations, they don't have to be big, do they? No. It can be stopping on the side of the hill and saying, look where we have come from. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and thank you. Using the word thank you sometimes yeah. is that celebration as well. Yes. But more times than many, it's the person that we believed in who yeah. says thank you to us for believing in them mm. as well as them believing themselves. Good point. And there's that relationship that we're talking about. Believing. You're listening to Wayne and Sheila on 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne. And again, you can contact me at Wayne at mindsinking.com if you have questions or concerns or, or thoughts about this podcast or future podcasts. Sheila, believing, when did you first believe that you could do something? <laughs> I, I just think I was born with a certain level of resilience um, because I was always confident. I didn't display it <laughs> until I was a teenager, <laughs> but I always knew that I, that I could accomplish certain things. So I, I think I was just one of the lucky, the lucky few who was born with a little bit of a genetic component there to believe in myself. Well, and, and supportive parents, too. I, I like what you said when you said, I just knew. Because I have talked to many people and I said, how did you how did you do that? How did you know you could do that? And they would say, I just knew that I could do that. And, and there's a deeper introspection of themselves, if you will, where they are saying, I just knew. I, I, I knew I could do it. I didn't have the tools, I didn't mm -hmm. have the means, mm -hmm. I didn't have the, the experience, but I just knew I could do that. And what I wanted was someone to guide me, not give it to me, mm -hmm. but guide me in the direction where I could learn those, those, those things I needed to learn and mm -hmm. practice those things I needed to practice. And the concept would continue to unfold in front of me and I just knew I could do it. And here I'm doing it. And, and that's very, very cool. It's almost like individuals who, and let's take our wounded warriors, if you mm. will. Yeah. Our, our men and women who have gone out to defend the constitution of our United States, um, who, who have come back broken and, and he, the, through the healing process, they knew they could get there. But it was a long and hard journey. Mm -hmm. And to see some of these individuals is just absolutely, to me, just mind-boggling the, the stick-to-itness that they have, the, the enthusiasm that they have, and the motivation that they went through to get there. And they are back to maybe not their total self because maybe there's some things that are missing, mm -hmm. but, but they certainly 
show that they have no more challenges and that they can still do the things they want to do. Look at the Paralympics. I mean, these right. little, these individuals are just absolutely superhumans, um, but they won't say that they're superhumans, but, but they're there, they're broken, but they're now competing at levels that most of us wish we could do. Right, right. <laughs> but, but there's that in, inter respect for themselves. You, you have to like yourself. You've got to want to do it. But the words you said, I just knew. That, that is believing as well. That is absolutely believing. Was that your experience too growing up? My experience growing up, you know, I'm going to say yes to some of that. Um, I knew I could do certain things or I knew I wanted to do certain things, okay. but I didn't have the tools to mm -hmm. get there. Mm -hmm. And as I grew up and as I navigated the, the workspaces, the school spaces, the job spaces, um, other individuals saw things in me and said, mm. hey, come over here and let me talk to you. And, and they would take me aside and give me some words of encouragement and also show me, <laughs> okay, now I have to do this for two years. Oh, my goodness. I don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that for two years. But they say, you, you've got to do this for two years, and then you'll get there. Um, and, and it certainly certainly did work. It, now, college today is different than college when I was growing up in mm -hmm. college. College today, you could probably um, get through college today quicker because of they take life experiences, job experiences, those kinds of things, and give you credits for that. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of tests. But <clears throat> I used to say, how many years does it take you to get a four-year college degree? That answer used to be four years. Today, it could be different. It could be three, it could be five, because some yeah. people take a gap year. But you've got to do those things before you can get that little piece of paper, don't you, that says you graduated, right? Yeah. You have to do it all. And no matter how quickly or how long it takes, you've got to do that. Um, I Sometimes I didn't want to do that. So <laughs> sometimes yeah. I said, no, that's too long a journey. I don't want to do that. But having someone continually talk to you and say, Wayne, if you want to get there, you have to do this. You have to do that. If you want the four-year degree, if you want that college degree, you have to take these courses and you've got to be able to mm -hmm. finish them successfully. And then you'll get there. And then you will have that piece of paper. Without that, you can't do it. And you know, one of the things I'm hearing as you're talking is is the value of mentorship too. finding those people who uh, either believe in you or who themselves have walked down that path and can can look back and show you the way that it works to, to navigate it. So having them believe in you as well. Absolutely. And, and you can't they can't believe in you because of what they did. They have to believe in you because of what you can do yes. or what they think you can yeah. do. Yeah. Yes. And and I know I have pushed many people beyond and some individuals, sadly, I struggled with where I pushed them and they said, I don't want to do this. And they stopped. But knowing that people had the potential, knowing that you have the potential, knowing that I have the potential, you, you have to you have to have that self-efficacy. There's that word again. You have to have yeah. that confidence that you can do this. Yeah. And you saying, I just knew that exudes confidence. That, to me, is the embodiment of confidence. And you just knew that you could do it or you were going to do it. Oh, my goodness, that's powerful. 
really is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And what about you? Have you found things, people in your life that you said, hmm, maybe he or she has a point? So I guess I'm not fully uh, understanding the question uh, in terms of providing feedback to me in the direction I'm looking to go. Yeah, you wanted to go in a particular direction, and they said, yeah, "Okay, yeah. to get in that direction, you can do. You need to do this, do this, do this, take this course, whatever this is. Listen to this person." And have you ever said, "Hmm, I don't think I want to do that." Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to be good at jazzercise. <laughs> <laughs> so part of it is uh, saying, "Well, okay." Uh, that looked like a good idea at the time, but I'm I'm just going to take a left turn here or a right turn instead of going in that direction. And and um, sometimes it means just finding a new a, a new focus. So some if, if so, I look at scuba diving, for instance. My husband and I just recently got recertified as scuba divers. It's been 30 years since I had done it, and so I knew that I needed to learn. The equipment has changed, and, and this is a pretty serious thing. You can't just go do it on your own. So. We took a class and I appreciated everything I learned. But even so, the first time I was rather nervous and was so grateful that uh, we had a dive master who grabbed us by the hands and walked us through it all. It was very clear in that circumstance that much as we believed we could and wanted to and were happy to do it, there were steps that were life and death oriented if we didn't follow the directions there and go through the discipline of taking the class and going in a swimming pool and then... Um, having someone double check our gear as we're under there, all, all of those uh, important things that still made it a wonderful experience, but also gives us something to look forward to as we get more uh, capable of it. Congratulations on the on the refresher course. <laughs> 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 and I, you know what? I remember diving, learning how to dive, and I learned how to dive in a lake. Yeah. Browns and... and <laughs> And darker browns and how lovely and, and oh yeah and, and darker browns but and the first time I went to the ocean and dove in the ocean I said I will never go back to a lake again I understand that and believe me since we're using the word believe I haven't there you go it's only been oceans for me gosh but now believing Knowing the direction that you want to go, knowing where you want to end up, and believing in yourself, having that 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 focus, that locus of control, where you are in charge of yourself and you know that you can do this, did that make it easy? I would. That has to be a yes and no answer. Um, yes, because it gave us. And I'm talking about friend and I again in the in our business. It gave us a, a direction to focus on uh, or towards. But I think one of the big challenges was occasionally we we run into people that we would associate with and affiliate with that we thought were on the same path, but ultimately we had to part ways because because uh, they in fact were going down a different road. They didn't have the same um, destination. The uh, analogy that. Fred uses from a book that he read is uh, that we were on um, we were on the same bus, but we wanted to go different directions. 
So, so that was always a challenge. The, I, I believe that uh, the best way to be uh, focused on success is to have good people with you. And so it was, it was an emotional um, stress to realize that we sometimes weren't going to be able to do this with that, with that individual. I, I've heard you say, I heard you say three words that really pronounces the, the journey that one will have to take. Mm-hmm. You said challenges. Mm-hmm. You said stress. You said people, good people around you. So what I'm hearing you say is, although you knew where you wanted to go, where you and Fred wanted to go, you found other people that would help you who were in that same kind of a journey on the same path, mm-hmm. but there were stressors and there were, what was the other word? Challenges. Challenges that possibly, could have possibly derailed you. Mm-hmm. and. And that's where the belief comes in. If you yeah. believe that what you're working towards, if you believe that where you're going is the right path, and if you understand that there are going to be challenges, obstacles, stressors, people in your way or along the way, that's good news, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so I liked what you said, yes and no. The good news is that you're headed that way, the, the not so good news is that these challenges and stressors are coming up and getting in your, in your, in your way and, and you may not want to carry this through, but believing <laughs> in yourself, right? But believing yourself yeah. and knowing, knowing that there is better, once you get past this is better, um, that tends to help, I think. You know, I think it does. But another thing we talk about in our industry is that if, if you aren't comfortable with change, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> so so there is a stress and a challenge, but sometimes it's not a matter of overcoming. It's just uh, uh, saying, OK, now we get around this. OK, now now the next hump, n- n- next hurdle. So I- the next mogul. <laughs> Back to that hill again, right? right. <laughs> okay, Sheila, I'm looking at the clock, and okay. oh my goodness, it's that time. So I will, I will leave it to you, my friend. Okay. Well, as we like to say, at the end, it all comes down to relationships and verbs. Hey, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. See you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>